a lot of you guys have been reaching out to me. You're scared and you're asking me, how can I protect myself and my family from off flavors and beer? And can I inoculate myself from them? And sadly, you can't. But I have four tips right now that can help you start enjoying beer in the way that a brewer intended. And the first thing you gotta do is always buy your beer in cans and never in a glass bottle. And you might be saying to me, clear bottles, green bottles, we know they're bad, but brown bottles are fine. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Even the faintest of light can penetrate a brown bottle. From a Himalayan salt lamp or even your iPod <laughs> Nano can start getting in there and it can start fucking with the volatile photosensitive hop compounds creating imperceivable off flavors just because you can't taste them doesn't mean they're not there and the second thing you always got to do is check the date and it's got to be a born on date on the bottom of the can some manufacturers use a julian date system and if you subscribe to my newsletter you know already that the julian date system is a ruse by mega corporate brewers, possibly shadow government entities to deceive and slowly poison people who have troubles with numbers, many of whom are already in a state of mental devitalization from the fluoridation of our city tap water. So if your can was in a bright tank any more than three days from today's date, that's an immediate drain pour. Either drain pour it immediately or save it, put it aside for your next drain pour bottle share party. And remember, it's always gotta be down the sink. Cannot be down a storm drain, which feeds into our lakes and rivers. You always have to use the appropriate glassware and it has to be fresh. I use, and you should too, <laughs> fresh blown American borosilicate glass freshly cooled right out of the kiln, first use and rinsed with star sand. For this uh, beer, which is a beer, a, wh an, a whale that I traded with a woman that I met on a chat room online. It's a local rarity uh, from Missouri and the glassware for this particular beer is a champagne flute. I'm lucky enough to have a freshly annealed champagne flute. The most, most, most important thing, you have to find the darkest place in your house because you don't want to skunk that beer. You can see right here, I have this room and the chair. You can see that this is the place where I drink beer. Some of my other beers right here, cellaring right here close the door this isn't the most ideal setting because you have some cracks right here and if you have access to a photo dark room uh or even a cave or a, a mine shaft that's <laughs> ideal but right here you can see with these cracks right here you can get invisible light in there that can come in and start skunking your beer in a matter of seconds some people might be saying colin <clears throat> i am uh I can't find a dark room and I am uh, legally compelled by the state of Minnesota to be a cohabitant of a home that prohibits alcohol. Uh, can I do this outside at nighttime? And to that I say, not ideally, I would go 100 miles away from the nearest city and only, <laughs> only during a new moon, the darkest new moon phase. Um, that you might get some uh, good results. 
So here we go. I'm gonna um, turn the lights out. This is, this beer's fucked. This is fucked, <laughs> man. Proper tips on beer drinking. Welcome, everybody, to episode 87 of the Pilsner Podcast. First time ever in 87 episodes I've gotten to do the intro. I'm honored. And I have some really good nicknames, too, that we just wasted. All right, go for it, Tim. Give the nicknames. <laughs> My name is Tim. That is short for to- for Thames. You fucked that up already. Yes. <laughs> I know. I was too excited to not fuck your name up. My name is Tim. That is short for Thames. I am joined here, as always, with Totes McFarlane and Ah Rule. <laughs> 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 Totes McFarland. <laughs> I like it. I might go start Love going it. with that. I'm gonna. My Twitter handle is gonna switch to A Rule. <laughs> That's fine with me. It's A H Dash Rule on mine. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I had something in my head and it just slipped away from me. What do you guys think of old Colin and his tips for non-skunked beer? Um, <sighs> I like that he was holding a Natter Day. Right. <laughs> The, the whale from Missouri. I also felt like an asshole being the only one laughing on microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing, but away from it. The whale from Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> Last week when I posted on Instagram our uh, our whatever we drank that week. Right. And I, I always put logos of beers from, and I just put AB InVev. I found that logo. I didn't even put, like, Anheuser-Busch or anything like that. Let's put the InBev logo. Yeah, yep. fuck them. Yep. So, so uh, this guy's from Minnesota? Apparently. This is just a random video I found online. Okay. <laughs> and I, I loved it. I, I, I got about a minute and a half into it, and then I realized, like, it was a bit. Like, he was – but, like, okay. for the first minute and a half, he had me sold. Like, he was serious. <laughs> like, when he was talking about the, the fluoride in the water and the Julian date system, I'm like, God, this guy's off his fucking rocker. And then when he started talking, you know, held up the natter day, that kind of – Don't put it down Gave it away for me. That's yeah, right. <laughs> That could back, end up back in our central water system. <laughs> oh, my God. Super funny. Hey, Tim. Yeah, buddy. When are we going to start uh, having the Twins games on down here again? I don't have FS Fox Sports Net. Need a TV. Oh, wait. <laughs> I was say you need a TV, but The you antenna just gets it. Sportsnet. I just don't have a... The antenna wire is right here. I don't have it over there. That's that's the pressing issue. Uh, yep, next week. seems to be next week, Corey. They're the hottest team in baseball. Second hottest team. Well, good for them. They're the hottest team in the American League. Good for them. Yeah, they're on fire. Can't wait to go see them on the eleventh. Division champs. Let's talk in another month. I got the fever. Speaking of fevers, I got a prescription. <laughs> it's book cowbell. Speaking of fevers, <laughs> that was a nice unplanned segue. I got to bring this story up. Uh, congratulations to our friends over in Blue Earth County, number two in the state for chlamydia. All right. Good job. Good job. Shot of penicillin clears that right up. And I need to go on and on and on and we are the champions. 
My so, according to southernminnesotanews.com... Which the, is becoming more and more of a thing. Yeah, I love it. It's my favorite. Um, the number of sexually transmitted diseases around the state are continuing to increase, with Blue Earth County earning a high-ranking spot in one category. Uh, Stay thirsty, my friends. Chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis cases in Minnesota have increased by 3%. Chlamydia is the number one reported infectious disease in the state. Hang on. The weekend that you and Andy and I think you're both of your beloveds went to like a wedding for somebody and you stayed at some shitty motel. It was not in Blue Earth County. Dang it. <laughs> no. What what major cities are in Blue Earth County? Well, Mankato. Mankato. Totes. Sorry. Mankato and Blue Dirt. <laughs> Saint What's Blue Peter? Dirt? Is St. Peter in Blue, Blue Earth? Blue Earth, okay. St. Peter? Is okay. it? I don't know. I, was just, I mean, it, know. It, it's mostly them. Eagle Lake. Mankato State kids. They're okay. just. Okay. They're fucking anything that walks and spreading it around to each other. Basically. It's insane it how much, like, no, but for some reason it's always Mankato that's, like, number one on the STD list. It's always Mankato because of that college. Like, you, it's not. You know, the U. It's not St. Cloud State or Bemidji yeah. State or Duluth. It's like Mankato at all times. And that's kind of what really made me want to go and hang out there for my last two collegiate years. I wonder. That's why I partied there. I mean, they party. I mean, yeah. That's what I was there for. I wonder if the unplanned pregnancy rate corresponds with that. Dude, as well. uh, like at every, like. Um, but, but you have different types of of, uh, of uh, birth control nowadays well, yeah, too. I, I, I was about I, to I say understand it. that, but at, at like got every the plan B situation, the morning yeah. after, whatever. That's what I'm getting go at. Ahead. At every Sorry. like go college ahead. fair that you go to Tim, at go at college, you know they have booths and stuff. Plan B is at every single one. They have the only permanent booth at in the CSU at MSU. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's a hard, like concrete booth. It's not just a table, and, and you know they're there to stay. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, kids, it's, like I always say, sex can wait, masturbate. That's the. Sex can wait, masturbate. Where's your spirit? I went as them for Halloween one year. Spartan cheerleaders. That's right. Who's that Spartan in my TP? It's me. It's me. <laughs> is there Will Farrow is probably the best male cast member in the history of Saturday Night Live he is my favorite it. yes I've debated this in my head a lot because the Rolling Stone list just fucked it all up I mean Rolling or sorry Will Farrell is the best without a doubt yeah I mean for sure he's he's funnier than Farley in sketch yeah and well and has way more of them it seemed like there were it seems like. more home runs, you mean? Yeah, like yeah. the when I get on a YouTube kick and I go watch all the skits on of SNL. The only and one I go through each one. It's like, oh, Will Ferrell is just the only one that I would maybe get off I, the shed. And I couldn't even pick one in particular. I was just wondering about some of them early guys, you know, the Bill Murrays and mm-hmm. and, and them from the Chevy Chase. John Belushi. From well, Chevy Chase only did a year, so it's tough to put him yeah, in there because of the true. longevity. Yeah. Um, How long was Will in there? Will Ferrell? He was on there for a long time. It's probably seven or eight years at the most. Okay. Or sorry, not at the most. That's, Which by that's those standards, time. that is sorry, a long time. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, sorry. Okay. 
Yeah, he was on there a while. Um, Kate McKinnon's in talks to leave, and everybody's like, no. And I'm like, good. You don't like her, huh? I'm so annoyed by her. Like, I saw, I watched like five minutes of the Ghostbusters movie. Yeah. And yeah, she. Oh, yeah, she ruined that movie. Yeah. Well, she didn't ruin it herself, but I didn't like her character. She greatly contributed to ruining that movie. I didn't care for that. I didn't care for it at all. That's the latest one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. all girl one. Yeah, right. which I was on board with. <clears throat> yeah, like her character is just so annoying. Yeah. And she kind of does that. She's fallen into that same. Where she just has big eyes. Realm and that. stares like. <sighs> she's fallen into the same realm that Me- Megan McCarthy got into for a while. Where doing the same character. Megan McCarthy. Is that who, no, I'm thinking Are you of thinking of Molly Shannon? No. Who was the? She wasn't on Saturday Night Live, but she was in Jenny McCarthy. No, she was in the heavier set gal that was in like Bridesmaids. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She was um, in that Sandra Bullock movie. Melissa where they were cops. McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. There you go. Yes. And there. I yeah because we're, of because she plays the same thing over and over same again. Same character, same don't thing like over her and over, and over. And I think that this girl has fallen into that same thing where all the movies and and some of the skits that she does, she's essentially doing. A slightly modified version of the same character over and over and over. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I completely agree with you, and I love shit talking her because I'm not a big fan of hers. But I will play devil's advocate and say that Will Ferrell is funniest when he's just going, "Hey guys, hey, 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 why don't we not do that, huh? Ah, all right, you know, like that's how he acts. Fair and enough. Everything that he does is that voice that makes us laugh, or Farley yells. Yeah. Yeah. Or Sandler just right, goes, but I look eh. at but I look at like Will Ferrell's movies, mm. and they're about to get we're about to enter a weird time with him in movies. Ricky Bobby is not the same as Elf, and is not the same as his character and stepbrother. You know, True. like the characters were always different. Yep. You know, so yeah, I I think give um give them a chance to do something that they want to do not just hey do you want to be in a movie right and play a role because you'll get movies like melissa mccarthy was in a movie with bill murray called saint vincent that was spectacular and that was in the height of her um you know when she was in that identity thief and all those movies um and that was really good and it was i love that movie yeah. and it was very different than what she's been doing you know it's just like oh you're a real person like, okay, you don't have to act like an idiot. Like, you're good. And I think that uh, Kate McKinnon has a show in development, possibly for Hulu right now, that it sounds like this could pull me back to being a fan of hers. Like a, a dramedy, not just a crazy, whatever, funny thing. It's to the point where I think that she's so famous on SNL that she's like, I'm so bored with being funny. Like, let me do something straight for a while. Could be. You know, Steve Carell has been doing that lately, uh-huh. and he's slowly coming back to comedy. Well, didn't Adam Sandler do the same thing? Spanglish got, and yeah. uh, Rain Over Me. Right. What was the one where he was, like, picking up glass on the beach? Not sure. So Will F- or Adam Sandler, he was collecting glass on the beach because he was a chef, and it was had something to do with the restaurant he was. Oh, really? Yeah. I must have missed that one. Yeah. I don't remember what name of it. But some it was of the, one of his serious role movies. So that, I've yeah. seen everything okay. he's been in, but some of them I only watch once. Right. And I watch them 
as they come out. So if that movie that you're talking about is 10 years it's old. probably 15, yeah. Yeah, I, I just don't. So you said that we got to watch what's going on with Will Ferrell coming up here? Yeah, he, him and Adam McKay broke up. Yeah, do you think that was... Um... That was mutual, and I think it has to do with the flop of uh, uh, Holmes and Watson, which I haven't seen yet, but yeah. I, heard, I don't want to see it because I've heard it's just terrible, and I like those guys, so I don't want to see that. I like John C. Riley and Will Ferrell together. I think they're one of the greatest comedy teams of all time. Um, so they broke up. Uh, I believe Gary Sanchez was their banner. Um, so they're not doing movies together anymore, as far as like w- comedy teams. Was it a a fully mutual? The way they write about it. But like a uh, uh, pissed off at each other, or just like we've, no, we've peaked. Let's, let's I think do our it's, own thing. I think it's that Adam McKay is doing so well writing these like really great dramas. Like he wrote The Big Short and all that stuff. Like yeah, okay. and Will Ferrell, you know, just needs to do something new. I think he's the type of guy that could take five or six years off and come back, and we'd be like, finally. Versus some stars, you know, like I have to always be in the spotlight, otherwise it's gonna fade away. Right. But Will Ferrell's built up enough equity. But he did a fairly serious movie here not long ago, too. The <coughs> one where he was, uh, like, a getting divorced, so he was selling all the stuff in the yard. Everything Must Go. Yeah. I love that movie. I never saw it. It was really good. Okay. Yeah, I saw that on a streaming platform somewhere when it was out yeah. at the time. Yeah, What's I really, it called again? Everything Must Go. Okay. Yeah, he's getting divorced, so he's like, his wife threw all his shit on the lawn, so he's like selling it like i guess <laughs> and like he befriends a little a little kid and it's just like a story of him and this little kid being friends it's funny okay it's not funny but like it's a drama but like yeah you like it okay it's kind of feel good as far as divorce movies go <laughs> okay so we mentioned chevy chase briefly who would be your favorite snl cast member that was on for two seasons or less Okay. Um, what, what are they're going to be options? recent? They're going to be recent for me. Okay. But they I have like, to be two seasons or less. Okay. He's Mike, just the big expert on it, so I thought he'd have something. Right. Um, I can't narrow it down. I really like Brooks Whelan. I really like Michael Bryan. I like Tim Robinson. Um, Never heard of any. Of who these are these? People? I've heard of Brooks Whelan, but I think that's through Tim. <laughs> Um, You're just making up names. Um, John Rudninski was on for less than a season. He is phenomenal. Um, he just did Conan. He's hilarious. Um, he's going to be in a Clooney movie soon. I like Steve Lombardozzi, Greg Gagne, Gary Gaetti, Tom Rudninski. I like how he's making up names here. Uh, Gene Larkin. <laughs> Rob Riggle. Randy, Randy Bush. Uh, Roy Wood Jr. Frank Viola. Tommy Herr. Ari Shafir. Kent Herbeck. <laughs> Kirby Puckett. Junior Ortiz. Um, Shane Mack. Eddie Murphy. I, I strayed from 87 twins in the 91 <laughs> twins there, but... Adam yeah. Adam caught on. I yep. was waiting to see how far it would go over Tim's head. As I'm looking right at the Wheaties box oh, yeah. of the 87 <laughs> team. Yeah. And I was trying to stay away from the obvious, you know, the, the Canterback and the Kirby Pucket and the yes. Dan Gladden, but Dude, Tim Wadner. I'm sorry for burping on the mic. Is that Wheaties box not, like, the funnest contribution to this basement hang? 
For sure. It's the coolest piece of memorabilia down here. You want me to just bring all my twin stuff and no. hang it up here? <laughs> no, even though I'm a fan of the twins again. How many Homer hankies you got? You guys got? Um, One. One? Okay. I got two. 90. No, it might have been the 2000, the Tory Hunter era Homer hanky. Think that's yeah, that's the one I have. Yeah, I've got I've yeah. got a couple from eighty seven, I've got a couple from ninety one, and then I've got a bunch of random ones from the two thousands. Okay. And then I've got the Wheaties boxes. Ballpark, how many times did you go to the dome to watch the twins? Oh boy. Rough estimate. Gosh. Gosh. Two? Well, you guys are thinking I was just going to throw that out there that I probably saw 10 games at the Dome. 35 to 40? Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm going to say like 10, 15 around there. Yeah, I saw about 10 games, and I was there their last season too. My niece Bryn was with us too. She was uh, my brother's firstborn. Uh, she was maybe a year old. Still is your brother's firstborn. <laughs> I just phrased that weirdly. Yeah. Um, it's okay. That's what, yeah. So, and Megan was with too. Like, we got a whole picture of all of us. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. We're all sitting in the in the Metrodome. We went to the last game at the Metrodome, the last regular season game. Well, it was supposed to be. And that was the season that they tied the Royals on the last day of the season. And then they had to play game 163. Oh, yes. So we, we did not go to 163, but we were at. Explain a tie okay. in a domed situation. Like, they're not gaming it like okay it's a tie because of weather it's storming no no no. i mean in the standings at, yes. the, at the end oh, of the season got gotcha, you got gotcha. you yep so yeah. they, they finish in a absolute tie so then they had to play a one game tiebreaker with the with the white Sox th- that year i believe and they won that right? year they won yeah and then they went and played was it the yankees <laughs> and yep. lost yeah probably a three-game sweep yeah so Dude. i remember right I saw... There's a little sports knowledge in this Not this, this year, though. The Yankees aren't going to make the playoffs this year, but the Twins are. Let's <clears throat> talk in another man. month. I nope. saw Brett Favre destroy the Giants in 2009 at the Metrodome. That was Did a lot you? of fun. And I had real good seat. Cool. Uh, it was me by myself. Uh, I was maybe 10 rows up, and my parents and their two friends were um, like 15 seats behind me rows behind me it was a season ticket deal and uh somebody else had a spare ticket that they weren't going and all that so i just they're like do you want to go you won't be able to sit next to us but i'm like yes right <laughs> <laughs> like oh oh you know obviously i'll come up and, you know I, I looked at the section i'm like eh. so i went up during halftime and hung out with them and i'm like all right going back to my seat like this is the most fun ever <laughs> so that was 2009 could have been eight you know, well, two thousand nine was when he played for the Vikings. Yeah, it was his first year. Yeah, that yeah. year so that we so the Saints year. Yep. Yeah. So it was two thousand and nine. So you you would have been not old enough to drink yet. Nope. Nope. Um, Seems like a waste of a day then. Right. It was a fun time. I'm just kidding. Uh, that was the first year I was into football, and we just happened to have yeah a great team right. that year, and it was real fun because dude right behind me was super duper duper wasted and there were two kids next to me like 
I don't know why they were there, but you could tell they were there by themselves because the adults next to them wanted nothing to do with them. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, I don't know if they were just being like, okay, okay, go kids, sit down in your seats. And this dude behind them was being incredibly obnoxious, I remember. He's just swerving back and forth. And he goes, hey, man. And he's talking to this little kid. He's like 10 years old. He's like, you got a nice hood. Do you mind if I throw up in it? Oh, jeepers. Yeah, so... <sighs> We, I texted the number that you're supposed to text when that's happening. Like, apparently a lot of other people did because all of a sudden, like, there was tons of people there ready to escort him yeah. out. good. <laughs> wow. Yeah, like, that kind of drew the line where I'm like, okay, what's the number? I'm looking all around the stadium looking, and it's like, if you see something, like, oh, okay. And I'm like, I just texted section blah, 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 seats, blah, blah, blah. And nothing happened, but then all of a sudden people show up a couple minutes later. It's like the SWAT team moving in. Uh-huh. And I'm guessing, like, dudes on the other sides of him, and, you know, I'm hoping that the parents that weren't with these kids were like, oh, that's incredibly rude. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I had a flip phone back then. I'm like, I don't care. Badass, Tim. Better than a pager. You're such a <laughs> such a good kid watching out for the little ones. Was the dome pager friendly? Could have. Boy, I don't know. Why is there a pager emoji? I don't know. <laughs> Who is that for? Who's using that? I don't know. Why? 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 <laughs> it's confusing. Uh-huh. I mean, aren't your phones, are, haven't they basically become a glorified pager? Because you don't use them to make calls anymore. So isn't texting just glorified paging anyway? Yeah, you just text. Eight zero zero eight five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. No, Pager's stupid. That whole era was dumb. I never had can't relate it to what we have right now. <clears throat> did you have one? No, I never did. I yeah. never did. Yeah, I, I mean, you guys were in the era where they were a thing, though. Right. Oh yeah, I had yeah. I've had friends that had them. Yeah, and that's oh and, they're drug dealers, right? Wasn't that the thing if uh, kids had them? I mean, and basically, you picked up a phone, dialed the pager's number, and then that pager went off and gave that phone number that was called from. Correct. Or you yeah, could so enter. So then they could call a phone booth back. They look at that pager. Yes. And it has whatever phone booth that they're on. Yes. So you could enter that number, yeah, or you could. Um, have a specific code like a friend of mine had uh if he got a page that was 666 that was his mom because it's m-o-m on the 666 is m-o-m on the keypad as well it's also the devil but right so his his mom would text him 666 and then he just knew i gotta call my mom my ringtone for megan is still dun 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 Awesome. Just her. So, but, you know, but no, I never had one personally. I knew some people that did. But. I've heard that, like, you could also codes, like, you do, like, a 911, so it means it's an emergency. So you must be able to dial some whatever number. It shows up as 911. Mm-hmm. Let's get on to it. Let's talk about these bears. 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 Uh, so this first one we're drinking is Zombie Dust. It is Welcome to the Bear Show from Three Floyds Brewing. I in love it. Munster, Indiana. <laughs> Are you done now? 
Bears. Bears. We let him start drinking before the show. <laughs> it was a bear. <laughs> it was just a couple bears. One bear. Polish sausage. Bears. <laughs> let me know when you're done. I have to go take a tinkle because of these bears. <laughs> What is wrong with that kid today? Oh, he's high. <laughs> I saw him like putting away a bent up spoon and a syringe <laughs> when I walked in the room. So, anyways, continue. This, uh, this intensely hopped and gushing undead pale ale will be the ones will be the ones only respite after the zombie apocalypse. Created with our marvelous friends in the comic industry, art by Tim Seeley. Zombie dust. So you said this is where uh, Todd, the Axeman, the Axeman works now yep. after leaving Surly. Yep. And you can kind of drinking this. You can kind of a little bit. Yeah. Taste the same as Surly. It's got a little. Um, I would say it falls somewhere in between a Furious. And a axe man. It's got a little more bite than the Furious, but not as much as a axe man would. Mm-hmm. And they have other. Uh, I think this is considered like an APA. Okay. And they have. I had a. I just had one bottle of the. Ah, oh shit! Can't remember the name of it. Uh, that was an actual IPA. Okay. And God, so so. It's like you're drinking them, and it's like, oh, man, it's kind of tastes like surly. <laughs> <laughs> you said because it's the, the, the Todd guy from Todd the Axeman that right. left. And, yeah. mm-hmm. and which this is a good beer. I think it's very good. Um, standard IPA. I mean, it's pretty much a straight standard IPA. I mean, it's not yep. uh, juicy. It's not hazy. It's not anything like that, but... Man, if I could get this every day and in a can because I don't drink beer out of a bottle. because Not even a brown one. Not even a brown one. And does this have a born-on date or has it got the Julianne date system? I think it's the... Bottled on 3-6-19. So it's a born-on date. So it's got one out of two going for it. Um, I'm going to give this beer... I'm going to give this a nice 3.5. Okay. Mm, Good. Okay. So I had it the other couple a couple days ago. I had it, and it was like right after work. And I'm like, oh, damn, this is so freaking good. And on untapped, I rated a 4.25 because it was – I think it's la- – uh, Well, it's had three more days of being in these brown bottles. Right. So we got to bring it down a little bit, and I'm going to see a We should four. have all the lights off in the studio. For sure. I am with Totes, wonderful McFarland. I will give it a three and a half as well. I really enjoy it. I think it's a good drinker. What's the ABV on this? Did you guys find out? 48. Well, I'm dead. <laughs> um, no, I just I, mean I don't like, see it on here. Yeah. yeah, that's the only thing that would stop me is if it's like a nine, you know, an eight and a half or something. I wonder. Oh, here it is. <clears throat> 
Nope, never mind. That's not Hold it on. either. It's just not on the bottle. I'll that's all. Grab. Yeah, he's yep. looking at untapped. I wonder if that's a state by state. Some states require it to be on the can or on the bottle. So even, like, yeah, even in Minnesota, there's not not everybody puts it on there. Yeah, Minnesota more do than don't. Anyway, so I want we talked about this being a a solid comparison to Furious. Six point two. Oh, it is that high in in a fifty IBU. Okay, I would drink this then yeah that's about where i'd cap my you know if i'm gonna drink four beers on a tuesday night or a six pack got it six six point two that's about it out of a hundred and seventy nine thousand ratings it averages a 4.37 do you think that if we went and had this like direct from the source oh for sure yeah <clears throat> and like Let's i was go. Like I was telling Totes uh, the other day, after, just after work, and then when I got home and I had this, it's like, oh, my God, it tasted so good. Well, yeah, you were here. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've got to stop brushing my teeth before I come up to the show. No, no, really. Because that might hinder my taste. Yeah, you're kind of throwing your taste buds off. Yeah, yeah. do away with that. I didn't brush. I don't brush my teeth. Like, no. I brush my teeth like once a week. Yeah, me too. <laughs> with a stick. Right. Sticking some with blood. a little dog shit at the end. Do you brush your teeth? <laughs> Is it October? <laughs> no. Um, but I wanted I wanted to bring <laughs> up fe- I wanted to bring up something that I noticed about Furious this last weekend. Yes. Um, Sunday evening we went over to Farmhouse in Wanda for their uh, wing special. All mm-hmm. you can eat wings for like nine ninety five. Okay. Fabulous wings. Didn't know that was a thing. Putting that on the docket. Yeah, nine ninety five. You got to watch their social media. They they like every Sunday. Because me and you don't have the fake book. Right. Every Sunday they do a different. Well, they do wings like every fourth week. But they, you know, so like every Sunday night is a all you can eat special of some sort. Whether it's a a pasta bar, and they've done like a Thanksgiving like turkey mashed potatoes that sort of thing. Um, But then they do the wings, and since they're catering colton's graduation party and they're doing wings for that which don't let me forget i have graduation invites for you guys in the car that i've been in my car for tweaks and i've gotten yelled at for not bring, leaving them with you guys um that's a <laughs> oh don't worry um trust me i've seen the invite like on my relative's fridge and i'm like oh, i better begin one of these fucking soon because yeah, yeah, yeah. i have a good idea for a card for him well i've got <laughs> one for you and one for you to take to the lumberyard and then i've got one for the winish family as well so okay um anyway well, at least we're nowhere invited now because we were just talking about it. Hey, you know. don't forget to give those to us. You, now said, that I, you said don't let you yeah, forget. Now I'm that just I've, reminding you. Thanks. Now that I've finished my tangent, um, anyway, they've got, and they also do 250 tap beers over there on Sunday nights. They have tap now? They didn't <sighs> they have tap They got taps before. now, yep. What do they have, like, roughly, like, what they have on Sunday? They got two beer, They got two taps. Yeah. Uh, Surly Furious. Yeah. And... Short pants from Bra Brothers. I wouldn't have been able to guess them. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, course. What's, what's short pants? <laughs> it's a shandy. And Got so it. because of those two differences, I was able to look around, and I made it a point to think, I wonder how many people are drinking the Furious on tap. Because the color difference? Yeah. Well, and just it's it's a beer that you wouldn't expect to see a lot selling in Wanda. Especially the people that were there. I knew a lot of people there. So I was expecting to see a lot of Coors Light, Miller High Life. I worked in Wanda bartending for a number of years, so I know what most of these people like and what they're going to drink. I was astonished and pleasantly surprised at the number of people that were drinking the Surly on tap. Awesome. And I think part of that has to do with the fact that they're selling 250 taps. 
Yeah. You yeah. know, and you know, I mean, they're Dude, listening I've, to us. I've so seen, yeah. yeah, of course, I've seen the and that too. I've seen the cost of a uh, furious keg. He's making money. Right. He's not going broke mm-hmm. on that two fifty. I know what the minimum is to break even on that. Like I've ran the numbers from like a couple of different suppliers that I that post their prices on the internet, which yeah. you should never do. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> people like me that are always like interested in opening up something. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, what's it gonna cost for and you just spend the whole day Googling prices and yeah, you find keg sites and all that. We should pour this next bear, and I'll tell you guys about absolutely the funkiest of junctions. I just wanted to double check. I wanted to make sure I wasn't wrong on that price. I was thinking that it might have been two a dollar fifty, but it is two fifty. What we should go over there some night with the rig. Yeah, when you see those specials on on Facebook, you could tell your friends. No, I mean you guys. We should for. 250 beer night we should go do a podcast over there and by the way i forgot to mention um we're looking for some more reviews on our (laughs) itunes site uh leave us a five-star review and when we get to 50 we'll give you guys another bonus episode just out of the blue and we have guests lined up like locked and loaded some old some new um, we have theme episodes planned. Uh, every time we hit 50 more reviews. I can't wait for Dukes of Hazard night. Yeah, it's going to be great. When we hit, uh, what is it, like every 50, so 50, 100, 150, you get the idea. Once a year. <laughs> we need 16 more reviews to hit the first tier. We're not oh, yeah. asking oh, yeah. for money. You, you were talking reviews. I thought you were talking episodes. Like every fifty episodes, like once a year. No, 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 no. Just hit the old five stars on the old iTunes. And the reason we're asking you to do this is because it helps us get exposed to like newer and bigger audiences. That's all we want is to just be seen. And it it does nothing like for you. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to spend money. A couple of swipes and you're done. If you leave us a review, that's great. Just say hey, you know. That Tim guy kind of sucks, but I like Adam. <laughs> Just kidding. He's too quiet. That a- that Adam guy is like the best looking one uh, on, on radio, on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rest of the guys got real radio faces, but he could, you know, he could be on YouTube. <laughs> All right. Um, Funk Junction was <clears throat> Saturday. First thing I'm going to say, Mark your calendars for next year you guys have to come to this event well i will not have a kid going to prom on the same day next year so i am 99.9 percent in already what i'm hoping for is the shells puts on such a good event we did not take advantage of all the offerings because we had rides planned up in advance but there were shuttles to the BNL bar area downtown ah. and the shuttle would also take you to a hotel if you had one all comped like they take care of you there when you're oh. walking out you give them your voucher when you walk in you get a glass this glass right it says funk junction on it that's your glass for the day which is real glass by the way and on my watch while I was there for the entire event I only heard two of them break so I thought, that's did they replace them ones then? I don't know. I, I like one was near us, and I'm like, what's happening? Come on, what's going on? And it was just a girl, just like, 
I'm like, oh, she's had enough. <laughs> <laughs> but they stick these, um, they stick these like tickets and stickers in them when you get it, like in a rubber band. I yep. actually just kept my cheese voucher because okay. I'm sure somebody didn't get paid because of me. I'm like, they're not carding me. I I like the graphic design on this. I'm just gonna hang on to this. Right. <laughs> but I'm sure that they per voucher. That's how that lady got paid that was giving out cheese. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. I like this. So did you have a voucher for each brewery then? Or how nope. did that work? So they, uh, or those those were just for like the other little vendors that were there? No. So there was, there's, there's a cheese vendor there. And it's all, you get comp cheese with your ticket price. Okay. Like, um, and then there's. So they uh, paid you in real cheese? <laughs> yeah. And then there's wow. uh, another one attached to this that I absolutely redeemed because it got me a bottle of uh, walking out of their uh, Beat Laboratory, the exclusive oh, awesome. day-only stuff that we'll have at the end of the show. Uh, yes. But then what I thought was really cool was that they hooked you up with a gift bag like of area new Alm boutiques and stuff put together like a care package for you. Nice. So it was like whatever boutique, a bottle of water. The other one, like an Alka-Seltzer and an Advil <laughs> like, <laughs> with their like logo, you know, stapled yeah. to it. And like uh, downtown New Alm coupons for like all the cool spots that you actually want to go to right. and stuff. Uh, they gave it a beer journal that I thought we would actually like. Uh, I didn't do much as far as like untapped or anything because I'm like, it's so dark. It's so loud in here. And hey, there's a dog. Hey. Um, yeah. So the entire event was a blast like we it was super loud in there so i would absolutely recommend it was in a tent <laughs> no right? it was in their warehouse oh it is in the... they have a back warehouse that i don't know if you know about no it's as you walk in you see the door to it if you open the door it's pandora's box it must be a production facility or, or a packing facility of some kind um, well, making sours that takes like a long time. You have all those barrels. I want to say around. those are made in the barrels, though. And then there's right. only a small amount of barrels off to the side that you could tell were in use, and they kind of blocked you off from them. Okay. And they put up. Uh, there were I think 25 or 30 breweries there. I tried one beer minimum from every one of them. I went just in a row. Like this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. I just went through the line except for the couple that I knew that I wanted to try first. I learned that ginger in really anything is not for me. Ginger is okay. really annoying. Yeah. A um, couple of breweries that st- <laughs> couple of breweries that stood out, uh, Covert, uh, Artisan Ales, I think they're out of Sioux Falls. That's the one that I was telling you guys about last week. Holy fuck. Okay. Breakfast yeah. with berries? Is that what you had? That's the one that I wanted to get. And that's not the one that I had, but that's the one that they were doing the bottle release of that week. It was so good. Yeah. And it's exactly what they describe it as. It's like it's like a bunch of blueberries or whatever berries it was. And then like on the second flavor hit on you, you taste a bunch of breakfast things. And I'm like, I do. <laughs> huh. Uh, you wanted me to like really dig into the junkyard one, so I went there kind of early. Okay. The peach slurp. Eh. Really? It was good, but then they also had Saturday things. And and we've I'm, had Saturday things on the show. I know, but yeah. I don't. It's not a beer that I'm going to get to try that often. Right, yeah. So I had another. So I had a Saturday things right after a peach slurp. I'm like, Saturday things is way better. It was okay. Yeah, peach slurp is if it's real spendy, don't waste your time. If it's de- you know decent price, go ahead and try it out. It's not even worth bringing here though. We'll say it's okay. Okay. Um, Fair State. The guy kind of seemed like a kind of a downer. 
Really? <laughs> Representing them. <laughs> it really bummed me out because <laughs> we went there second. Okay. And um, he already acted like I was annoying him, like I was drunk. And I'm like, you're my third beer of the day. And one was a full beer, but the other one was a sample size. <laughs> so I know I'm not intoxicated here. You're talking to me like I'm a toddler, though. Yeah. What's so up? when you were going to these, were they filling that glass for you? This was... These were our glasses. Yes, uh, we right. Ran so you said one was a sampler size and one was they pour. So you. they would do a short pour in that glass. Yep, they pour you about probably an inch. Okay. Okay. An inch of beer. The old men that were like working for shells would fill your glass, which is <laughs> Megan found out. She's like, God damn it, because it's like it slows you down. You're so pumped to try yeah, the really? next one. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want a full one. I don't want a full one at all because it's all beer all day. So could you get a full pour if you really like something? I have a feeling you could have. Okay, but uh, you didn't go that. that no, yeah, I, got I, I didn't. I wanted to keep going to the next one. I wanted to make it a. I wanted to try everyone. I tried Wild Minds because I knew that you were going to be there. And yeah, I was, I was at the brewery when you were. Yeah. Yep. And we were. You were texting me like bottles, and I'm like, <laughs> "Let me go try it." And I'm like, "I'm underwhelmed." Right. It Didn't was, buy it. Yeah, it wasn't. They got it in. Waste twenty five dollars. It, it honestly would have been a waste. I can show you the color of it because that's the one I had when we took a break. Hour and a half in, we're like, "It is." We're yelling at each other, you know, like that's how we hear things and. Like, let's go get some food. They got food trucks there. Lolo's was there. So, okay. And then we just went back into the Star Keller room and had a good time. She's down here. Um, yeah. And then, uh, they, what I was really pumped to, Star Keller had vintage bottles. Okay. So they had like a whole tub of like, uh, Frambuus du Nord 2013. Um, this one, 2012, you know, Solar Evolution, 2014. I'm like, oh, we can try these old. Yeah, I tried a few of those too. Those were really good. Do they age better? I yeah. Mean, okay. Yeah. Um, I'll say that Frambuster Nord from the older one is better than the current one. I think the Sours okay. are one of them beers that will age well. And like those bottles are bottle condition. You know, right. the bottles that they put the cork on and uh-huh. everything. So, like, it even says on the complimentary bottle that we got on the way out, like, you can drink it now, or you can age it as long as you want, you know. Okay. It says that, right? It gives you instructions on there. Okay. Uh, I'll say Barrel Theory was best in show. I didn't try every single beer there. That's obvious. So from what I had, they were the first brewery, Pussy. though. 60-some <laughs> beers. <laughs> and I also ended up having dinner with my parents afterwards when i thought it was going to be just my dad oh. picking me up <laughs> so were you like bad hammered or just a little no. buzzed at the end i was super buzzed okay um slammed five or six waters at uh lamplighter also had two beers while i was there i was i wasn't embarrassing okay. you know okay. it was they knew we were going to be a little drunk yep uh, we weren't it was fine like we weren't like Ugh. You know, it's probably so you like I am right now. Come on, Cindy, we're going streaking. Yeah, it wasn't like, and nobody was falling over. It was right. like the perfect amount of time. Like, they know what they're doing with the beer show. Yeah. Because everybody shuts down immediately at that five o'clock bell. Okay. okay. So, okay. Surly, <laughs> I was collecting stickers, and Surly, I didn't go to because I had had both of their beers already. And I, I'm like, we should go. It's getting to be the end. I'm like, I should just go grab a sound into color, and I can get their sticker. And I get their beer, and Megan's like, where's your sticker? I'm like, because I was putting them in her purse. And I'm like, oh, they're out of them. Uh, they're, they're not out. They put them away. She goes, hmm. 
and she just walks right up to him and i'm like what is going on i'm watching from afar and the guy's like "Uh uh-huh uh-huh and he turns around starts digging through his boxes i'm like no no I brought my husband, and all he wanted was a sticker from your brewery. (laughs) And you put him away, and now he's over there, and he doesn't have a sticker from your brewery, so you need to get me a sticker from your brewery right now. And in reality... (laughs) And the guy's like, "Uh uh-huh, (laughs) uh-huh. She takes one. Who the fuck is this crazy woman, but uh uh-huh? He he has like a handful, and she takes one. (laughs) And that was her fuck you to him. They were... No, they were super nice to her. She was not like that at all. Okay. She was just like, hey, do you guys still have stickers? Like, my husband really wants to be putting them on his beer fridge. And they're like, yeah, of course. That's what we're here for. That's what she told me they said to him. <laughs> or that's to what, her. Yeah, that's what she's telling you. But my um, translation so of it is much more enjoyable. Yeah. I get the... And I'm like, wait, you should have grabbed more. If they went and dug them out, they were going to give you more. She's like, oh, they tried to give me more. I'm like, why didn't you take more? She's like, I don't know. I should have. I'm like, because they're so small. <laughs> right. Well, you could have like, shared it with your friends. Right. Yeah, so I, oh, and we went to the Lamplighter after, the Surly guys were there, they were like sitting at the bar, and they were drinking, just sucking down Miller Lights. (laughs) To me, that's the funniest thing ever. (laughs) I walk up to him, like, as I'm leaving, I'm like, oh, thanks for, thanks again for pouring today, that was really fun today, guys are like, yeah, yeah, you guys have a good night. I'm like, they're still in hospitality mode, and they're off the clock, I'm like, yeah, the cool dudes, cool dudes. Um, I did... Also, I want to talk about this little brewery, um, a homestead brew from South Dakota, Valley Springs. It's like okay. not far from Sioux Falls, like yeah. ten minutes, yep. something like that. Their their story is really cool because, like, I had a peach sour from them. I'm like, this is fucking amazing, and I'm like, Megan's like, which one should I go to next? You know, she's I'm like, she was doing her own thing, but she's like, you had anything good? Because we posted up on a table. And we had to go separate because, like, if we both left, that table was instantly taken because oh. there weren't that many tables. So we figured out, like, if you stay here, you know, go get your beer and I'll guard the table and vice versa. Yep. So she's like, any recommendations? I'm like, go get the other one that they have at Homestead Brew. And that one was really good, too. Uh, these guys are really cool. They, they're they like a full farm. They grow their own hops on the farm. They set up a brewery in, like, I'm guessing one of the barns or something, and they have their own tap room and everything like that, like, and they make really good beer. Like, the two that they had. Wow, that sounds cool. The two that they had on sample there, and they're like, you ever find yourself in South Dakota? I'm like, I do find myself in (laughs) South Dakota sometimes. (laughs) He's like, yeah, where you go? I'm like, Sioux Falls. I bought my pickup and tea. He's like, you went by us if you were in tea. (laughs) I'm like, well, I didn't know about you. <laughs> they were really nice and, like, friendly, and they were the only ones that had, like, they wanted you to sit and talk with them for a second versus yeah. everybody else, you know, like. It's like, scram. Indeed and Bells were just like, thank you, thank you, thank you, you know. Yeah. They're not rude, but it was like, there's a line. Yeah. Which you fully okay. understand. Okay. But at the same time, also, I just want to throw this out there. If you're a brewer and you're going to be going to this event incredibly loud music bring a sheet of paper that says what you're serving or pouring because if you just leave it on your guy that's there representing your brewery he goes okay we got five beers i got this one that was made out of cherries and this one that was made out of strawberries and it's also got ginger it's just shouting at you and you're like holy fuck and you're just like i don't know give me that one you don't even know what you're pointing to because it's dark you can't really hear him yeah, all it's the like pr- you're in a 
club. Yeah. It's, yeah, and it wasn't all funk music. That part I felt like I got ripped <laughs> off. It was like 75% funk music. It was like Vanilla Ice and Run DMC for the other part. <laughs> it does sound like a good time, though. Oh, we're going next year. Yeah. I, I recommend that we um, let's go and let's Airbnb the Grand. Oh. That'd be fun. Book yeah. it like two months in advance because I looked and they were all booked out a week out. But... Yeah, if we think of it, let's go and let's let's do that because that grand looks amazing, and they got cool. a couple of different like it's the same thing. They got a couple of different rooms that are all the same on Airbnb. Fair enough. Have you guys? I sent you guys the screenshot of uh, Fair State is doing Mixed Culture 2019, um, and it's yeah. sort of the same thing. Um, it's going to be breweries from across the country. Um, rare and it's gonna be rare beers, sour and funky, top-notch pale ales, lagers, and ciders, um, and and most of the stuff that's gonna be there is not available in the Twin Cities, outside of this event. So it's gonna be stuff that you're only gonna find if you go there. Okay. Uh, that's June fifteenth. I am seriously if if we have nothing else going on that weekend, um, seriously, seriously, seriously wanting to go to that. I think it would be a good time. Yes. Uh, Mighty Axe Hops is, is one of the sponsors. Yes. Surly, or uh, Fair State is also releasing a beer on May 9th. That is, it's called Oat Soda. And it is a beer made 100% out of Mighty Axe Hops. Okay. So. Okay, cool. That's my Fair State plugs for the night. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go there on May 11th. <coughs> Come hang if you're there. I wrote a bunch of shit down, and now I'm looking at about four things I forgot to mention. Oh, yeah, cool, go for it. Um, okay, so the Fair State guy, at the end of the night, I went up to him and asked him, uh, what's the deal with Spirit Fell, Foul? Like, is it coming out again this year again for sure? Because every time you talk to Andy, he's like... Uh, like he doesn't really know like it's limited and all that yeah, yeah, yeah. which we know it's limited and i go what's the deal with that being limited like are you guys doing it again this year and he goes it all just depends on the strata crop i'm like oh so they plan on doing it every year as long as the strata crop is there yeah that's all yeah. we need to worry about yeah. so and then i asked him They're about throwing more strata hops so yeah it'll uh, be good yeah no problems there is what i'm guessing so it's basically all but guaranteed. He also said that Raspberry Roselle was coming back in stores uh, whenever. That's seasonal. It's not. It's a once a year thing yeah. now. So now I get to look for that next next time it comes out. Um, uh, oh, I said it's hard to spot the major differences in the same fruited <laughs> sours after you literally have fifteen or twenty of them. Oh, I would imagine, yeah. Uh, Thanks for bringing that up, because I was going to ask that, and I forgot. It's yeah. like, how, I mean, gosh, when I have two sours, it's like, I can't, I can barely Especially tell the if they're both, like, raspberries, or if they're both cherry. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, it, it's hard to do that, and then late in the game, I had that Barrel Theory one, and I'm like, this is it. Okay. Yeah, it, it was the best one that I had all day. Um, there was a really good crowd there, but it could have been bigger. I would guess there's 150 people there. That's it. It wasn't asses to elbows, but it was. There was people there. 
you could have yeah, fit. That a, sounds like the perfect size for what I would enjoy. Right. Like not overly crowded. But I just felt bad. Yeah. Because because there were no lines except for like occasionally because there was three porta potties and there was two bathrooms. Occasionally you'd have to wait five minutes in a bathroom line. That's it. Yeah. So nothing bad at all. Um. Do you think the weather deterred some people? No, I think prom did. Because it was New Alm prom. Yeah. It was Springfield prom. It was... Redwood. Redwood Falls prom. Red Rock Central prom. And parents oh, no shit. of Red Rock all... Too. Yeah, so I think Damn. that's... Oh, and then I just want to say, too, it was real great food. Uh, Lola's... What they serve? Food truck is what oh, they had. okay. So, okay. yeah. So I, what you have? Um. So, well, funny you ask. <laughs> I had whatever the... Hot mess fries. Oh, those are fantastic. Was really getting into it. And Megan got the buffalo mac and cheese. And I could see her just pulsating eyes. And I'm like, what's going on? She's like, it's really hot. And I'm like, I'll try these fries. Okay, let's switch. So <laughs> had both. They were both really good. Okay. They were just too hot for her. Okay. Spicy like hot? Spicy yeah, hot? spicy okay. hot. I love spicy. Dude, I'm like, I'm eating Takis like crazy now that we got them at the dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> That's my lunch time or my uh, break room thing. Individual servings of Takis, except that they take me two days to finish. I just leave them open on the table. <laughs> what? I didn't say anything. They're 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 freaking hot. So, what do you guys think of this beer? This bear is delicious. Uh the nose, you could really smell it right when I cracked it open. I don't know if you guys could smell it when I first cracked it open. Nose was very sweet. I don't even Kinda know. Kind of like Based candy. off of this crawler, it has... Let me see the crawler. <laughs> it, it's it's a cool design. Let me do the can read to this week. <laughs> sure. Okay. What's the brewery name? <laughs> it's not on there. Um, Courtyard Brewery. Do you got the... I got the details. Open, okay. Yeah. Courtyard Brewery, preach. Double IPA, eight percent, three nineteen. <laughs> this this came home with uh, my firstborn when she was in New Orleans, and she brought it home just for us. Dude, it is so good. Um, they're saying it, double IPA. I'm thinking it's hazy for it, sure it's like a well a, it is definitely a, hazy. i mean they describe it on on untapped as uh so it's a double ip ipa it's a it's a double dry hopped yep correct Juicy, citrusy smooth grassy fruity okay it's Imper- got, it, double ipa yeah, imperial it's, it's gotta okay. be double dry hopped <clears throat> uh 1018 ratings uh average score is 4.17 Oh, damn. Okay. I'm right around there. I already wrote mine down. What are you guys ranking this sucker? Um, I'm going to give it a solid four. I'm going to go f- 4.25. Yes. Twins. Twinsies. 4.25 for me as well. It's Big a good fan. beer. Yeah, I really like it. Um, I got to sip on this all day. The Oh, for sure. All day. Well, at 8%, <laughs> are you going to do that, though? Honestly, though? Sip. Sip, yeah. Corey. Honestly, I could. Like, <laughs> it's one of those things where 
God, if my wife wasn't around and I didn't have to talk to anyone, like <laughs> actually speak sentences, oh, I'd be fine. <laughs> right. If all I had to do was text, because I got autocorrect. <laughs> Sometimes that doesn't work, though. I know. My big dumb fingers hits a bunch of weird shit. Well, lately I've been screwing up just everything. And I'm like, well, everybody knows what I mean. Like when we're in group text together, right next to each other. You know, I'm like, the O is right next to the I. I said of instead of if. I'm like, eh, they get it. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I was looking to see where this brewery was. And uh, I've been in the area of this brewery. It's fucking color. Yes, because Lexi was telling me this was like really, really close to where they were staying. And she mentioned a few things, and I'm like, ah, shit, that's like close to where Corey was at. Like, yeah, it's in the it so the, in the lower garden. It's in the garden district. <clears throat> so it's not far from, um, like the World War II Museum, District Donuts. It's actually not far from Urban South Brewing either. Right. Uh, looking at it, um, yeah, it's it's actually closer to where we normally stay than okay, considerably closer to where we stay than did, Urban South. Did you, and you didn't go to this brewery when you're last. This is the time? first time I've heard of it. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Well, and here you go. Here we go. Now, now I gave you an idea for the next time you guys go down there. Well, and we found we found Urban South completely by chance. We were okay. we were. Uh, in the garden district, it was starting to rain, and we were trying to figure out. Or actually, we were at uh, um, a bar called the Bulldog that we go to. We try to stop in there at least one time every time we're there, and it's it, it's basically a, a tap room. I mean, they've got forty five to fifty different taps of all different breweries. Got it. And so we were there. We'd had a couple. And we're like, we should see if we can find a brewery. So we looked, and Urban South was the closest one to where we were at. Now you know via untapped location, like locate me. Yep, right. All yes. that. The untapped app will help you a lot. Well, and we did that, and I probably saw this one on the list, but it didn't. Yeah. We picked Urban South because it was the closest one, and we. Of course. And someone told at the bar there told us that their, that their tap room was, you know. Huge, basically, pretty, right? Pretty, Yeah, it's huge, and it's a cool vibe. You know, they got the bean bags, pool tables, was it? video game, like the arcade style video games. I know. Cool. Don't, don't roll your eyes at this. Capacity, like physical appearance, was it like Mankato Brewery vibe? Because that place is like a giant warehouse with the production facility right there, and the only thing blocking it off is like some uh, rope. Exactly the same. Just a huge warehouse. Exactly yeah. the same, but the, bigger. Yeah. Bit, but bigger, yeah. yeah. So that's an example. <laughs> yeah. Should get a babysitter and come with us next time we go. <sighs> Probably. I mean, June 5th. No. Oh, no. you guys are going June fifth already. We knew. Yeah, there? I knew you knew you had a trip on the books. Yeah. No, I think a South Dakota trip is more realistic in the coming days. Oh, uh, I just tell Cindy you need someone to watch Fallon for four days. She'd have no problem with that. I really want to go to this Homestead Brew, and then I want to go to the uh, JJ's and J and L. J and L beers and do your Bud Light crawler. Yeah, and I want to go to JJ's because you made it sound like the Wonka factory for. Craft oh yeah, beer. yeah, yeah! That place, the, the both one. of them, and then we could go to Wood Grain. That was a good time. I want to get a hotel room, is what I'm saying, and just do up Sioux Falls basically, but start at Homestead because you got to go a little bit further and just hang out for yeah. a couple hours. Maybe talk with those guys. I feel like because I emailed with them a little bit, and I'm feeling like they'd be fun to have on mic. Yeah, fair enough. 
Um, so I wasn't fooling when Andy texted us today and said, uh, Boulder Tap House in Mankato just found a random keg of spirit How the fuck do you just find? In the back. They had, had it in the back, yeah. And they just tapped it, and I said, I'm not kidding, let's go. I wasn't I... messing around, and you said, no, fuck that, I'll just bring you some. And did you bring me? Yeah, I forgot. <clears throat> oh, I didn't think so, okay. But it's probably gone already. I think, I'm like, we gotta get there if he just tapped it yesterday. That was yesterday, yeah, that the guy who... I would have called How big ahead. of a keg was it? If you guys would have said, yes, let's do it, I would have straight up called up Boulder Tap and would have been like, we're a podcast, we want to do a show there tonight about Spiritfell uh, and this late in the game. I would have put off the Funk Junction recap and I would have been like, can we get a power outlet? That's all we need. Right? Does, does beer does in a keg? beer age better in a keg? I don't know. Well, according to Connor, the keg is probably the ultimate. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Well, container to keep a ke- to keep beer in. I'll tell you this. Got it. Um, for a long time at Outlaws, nobody drank Mick Golden, but I did. But I went there infrequently. That you could tell it was the same keg from when I was there a month and a half ago, and it got real bad. And I gotta think, hazies especially get got bad it. faster. Okay, but that but was but that was a tapped keg though. You're talking. Yes, yeah, that's very true. And so this yes, might hold better true. since it's not tapped. That's a and big difference. And it surprises me because... How unorganized ha- do you have to be to like find a fucking keg? Right. And at that same and, point, but, but if they're, six months later... Take it home and put it in your kegerator. <laughs> <laughs> they probably already thought you did because it never went on, <laughs> never went on tap. What if... They didn't misplace it. Or what if, sorry, what if they're lying and it's just mirror universe and they're just, they're just fucking with you. That too. But I was going to say, what if if they didn't lose it and they intentionally thought, you know what? Let's set this one aside. Let's wait till April. Six months later. And say, hey, look what we found. Dude, there's people. I want to travel an hour on right then and there. Like I actually wanted to go tonight. I'm Mm -hmm. not kidding. Like. But they're not advertising it. That's the other thing, though. Where did he find that out? Because I yeah. went on their it was Facebook on, it page. Was on, no, it was on that same beer people group that I told you guys about last week. Oh, I we saw the same book. post but didn't realize that I'm the guy... I'm it, man. Like, I looked at the picture and I thought, oh, he poured it in a fancy glass, but I just assumed he had it at home. And then when Andy posted the picture, I saw, well, I saw that picture yesterday. I went and looked. And then looking at the comments, that's where the guy is like, yeah, it's that Boulder Tap in Mankato. <laughs> I've never been to Boulder Tap. I was scrolling what? their, I've, I was scrolling their Facebook page today. I'm like, their food looks amazing. Their, it does, just from the looks. I like their food. I like it better than like a Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, it's way better than Buffalo. I Wild mean, Wings. as far as like the, the burgers and stuff like that. And I also like that. I kept scrolling their public posts on Facebook. Yes. And every couple posts, it would be a different week, and it would be Toppling Goliath Tap Takeover, Surly Tap Takeover. And it was like all these pretty good breweries from around yes. the area, yep. and they put their good stuff on like surly small batch good stuff. Uh, they had basically, excuse me, Toppling Goliath just mainline. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know it was like pseudo Sue. They had their uh, the two pseudo Sues that were in bottles. Okay, the uh, double yeah. dry hop ones yep. and the Galaxy and the Mosaic, whatever you call it. <clears throat> My God. 
Yeah, right over there? Yeah, I can't talk. So you mentioned the Surly Tap Takeover. Yeah. Um, I saw today that at JL Beers in Sioux Falls, they are doing a Surly Tap Takeover, but in a different uh, style that you would normally see. For the month of May, they are tapping a new Surly beer. Like, not a new one to the world, but like a different one. A fresh keg of a surly beer every day. So what? Okay. Oh, every day. Every day. So they had a they had the calendar laid out so you could look and see. Oh. Okay, on the nineteenth they're tapping beer X, and I'm gonna go. So you know you can go get it that day. And huh. so did they just slow build it with like Furious Extra Citra Coffee Bender, just all the main ones at first. Um. Yeah, pull it up. Coffee Bender was the last one I noticed. That sounds. I've never had it, but it sounds terrible. Um, you guys might think it's okay. I, you know, I don't like that taste. Talk amongst yourselves while I find it. All right. I got a couple stouts in my fridge that's going to come here and you're going to love them because they don't taste like coffee at all. Yeah. I've liked some stouts. <clears throat> We've learned that it, it's all it yeah. takes is trying when, lots of them. When I had them, I'm like, oh, Tim will really like these. So not all stouts are coffee, and not all dark beers are coffee tasting. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. <laughs> oh, I should throw this out there too. Whoever's in charge of the graphic design for Funk Junction, you just you nailed it. Like, I was a layout nerd. I wanted to just steal posters off the wall. <laughs> I want, like, Funk Junction posters down here. They are so cool. And, like, everything down to, like, your freaking cheese voucher. They did like, well. It's sick. Yeah. They did well. I found it if you guys are ready. Yeah. So, uh, the first three days are Axeman, Rosé, and Smoke. Uh... I haven't what heard of smoke. smoke. I haven't heard of it. Okay, okay. Must be a new one. Speaking of rosé, my wife had rosé at the farmhouse the other night. First time she'd had it. I thought she already didn't she, like it. She was loved it. She. I swear to God, I had heard that the rosé. Yeah. Yeah. That's the like white it. and red one. Yep. Yeah. I thought she didn't like it. No, she. I had know a, you didn't for sure. She had another one, another a rosé from another brewery that she didn't like. She had never had this one. I tried telling her. I had tried ordering it for her at JL Beers one time, and they brought the wrong beer. They brought her a Roselle or Rose Cider from Ew. Angry Orchard, and she hated uh, it. I know that one. I know that one very well. I do not care for that one. And then on the fourth is something called the Electric Sombrero of Death. So that's new. I've never heard of it. Have you? Obviously, yeah. it's new. I've never yeah. heard of it. Um, What's it? What is it? Uh, does it? Yeah, does it say no? No, okay. this is, it's literally the calendar with the yep. beer names. Yep. Okay. Uh, and then on, and I don't understand why they did this, but on the fifth is ten, and on <laughs> the sixth is eleven. They should have done them on the tenth and the eleventh. Um, on the seventh is BA ten, uh, the ninth Pentagram BA Pentagram, First Avenue, Sleek, Space Race Extra Citra, Heat Slayer, Fiery Hell, uh, Bow. Okay, that's new. Hell, uh, Sardonic, 
Grapefruit Supreme, 2016 Darkness, 2017 Darkness, 2018 Darkness, BA Darkness. The Darkness people, they love that. Yep. I've got some of that at home. Uh, I got like a bottle of 2015 at home. Yeah. Unopened yet. Right. Keep that for yourself. Don't waste it on me. For real. (laughs) I don't know what your plan was, but don't bring it here. I like it. Actually, I was going to bring it here one of these days when we got... Yeah. Probably wait till next winter now when it's more of that season for it. He's saying yeah. he's got 20 or 30 stouts for me to try. No, two or three. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get through them first and be build up right? a, a stout taste, you know? Uh, and then they finished off with Chroma Key, Sound Into Color, Frizone, uh, Furious, Nitro, Bender, uh, Misanthrope. Oh, my God. One Man, Mosh Pit, and Coffee Bender. So, okay. Second to last one's awesome. Chroma Key. <laughs> Chroma key. Um, it was getting to be towards the end of the night or the end of the beer drinking day at Funk Junction, and me and Megan are sitting at our table. Or we're standing at our table, and I'm like, "What'd you get?" She's like, "Chroma key." I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." She's like, "Oh yeah." And I go, "Yeah." She's like, "Okay, Mister Beer Guy, where, where's this from?" Then I go, "Surly." She goes, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Like that's one of the few that I knew the name of. I knew Sound into Color and I knew Chroma Key was from them. <laughs> She's like, yeah. <laughs> I called. <laughs> she had the best line of the day though. So obviously, I'm a big guy now. I didn't used to be this big, and it's it's hilarious because I don't like I don't perceive myself to be that big. But then like when you sent me that picture of me from somebody else. Uh, that was on, like, one of the breweries. Yeah, I figured. It's, yeah. And I'm like, ah, it's me. I'm like, you're fat. Because I'm like. I didn't think you looked big in that picture. No. Anyways. Actually, but, I, was, I was debating on whether or not it was you. Because I'm like, that looks too small to be Tim. Oh, <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> nice. You're so flattering. Stop. No, so. <laughs> Who's that svelte man? She. Bef- <laughs> we're getting ready. And we have. We're thinking about 1130 to get to my parents' house. To then, you know, drop everything off. And then head up get a ride there because we can check in at noon if you have tickets and she goes she knocks on the door and i'm just getting out of the shower what's up check in at noon and but then they don't start serving till one is that what it was correct and we learned that like it's not that popular like you don't need to get there that early we ended up spending money oh i got another story about that too this is two quick stories that are actually fun worth hearing she had the line of the day and it was before we were even there she knocks on the door she's like and i'm I know she just wants to know, like, how much longer are you going to be? And I go, come in. And I just got out of the shower and I start jiggling around. <laughs> Is goes, that how you dry yourself off? No, but it's just funny because I just, prefer to air dry. There's so much skin. Oh, God. Just jiggling around. Oh, and, okay. And she okay, just okay. goes straight face to me. She goes, hmm, make sure you don't forget to wear your wedding ring today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I love you. <laughs> that is genius. That's the funniest line ever. I look hideous. And she's like, wow, I'm so threatened. Don't forget your wedding ring today. Okay. Tim, I can be completely honest on that. I got a quick story that relates yeah. to that. So my wife gets up a little bit before me every day. And she'll usually she gets up for her showers. And then when she's done showering, she'll come up to start doing her makeup and get ready for the day. And then that's when I get up. And so her vanity where she does her makeup and things is on the wall on my side of the bed 
So like when I get up out of bed, I sit up and the first thing I see is her mirror seeing myself back. Oh, okay. And then she's there doing, you know, so she's got her back to me, but she can see the reflection in the mirror. And I can sit up and look at myself in the morning and I think, one of these days, she's going to see that reflection in the mirror. She's just going to get up and walk out and never come back. <laughs> right. That's that's kind of where I was <laughs> at. Be like, she's going to start dry even and mm-hmm. be like, I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, yeah, that's yeah, that's the joke I was going with there. Yep. <laughs> but so the other thing, too, is we were waiting. It was we weren't exactly sure, like, how to get to the food trucks when we first got there. There's different doors that were like, are they going to let us back in type thing? But then we're like, now, after we got wristbanded, we were more confident to walk outdoors. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, And we get there, and they're like, okay, here's the deal. Hang on to that ticket, because uh, I had printed out my tickets. So they're like, somebody's going to come and grab that from you. Just, you can hang out here. You can't get in until 1. That's when we open. But you, you're free to go to the tap room right now if you want to. Sure. Megan, you want a beer? Yeah. Okay. Let's get a beer. And we're drinking, and we're halfway through, and um, we move over because we see it's starting to fill in just to, to give somebody else some room. And somebody's like, do you mind if we sit here? No, go ahead. Sit there. That's what we did this for. Okay. And uh, the guy, this couple is extremely unhappy, or this lady is just that big of a bitch. I don't know. Or he just fucked up royally or something, but he goes... Hmm. you want to get a beer she's like no we don't need beer there's gonna be plenty of beer inside just wait 20 minutes my god like, th- that's how she's acting and i go whoa and i go i slam my beer i go you want another one she goes sure <laughs> they can send that to me <laughs> so i get up and go get us more <laughs> and that guy's like bastard yeah and they're sitting there eating food truck food and we're just sitting there drinking star keller beer <laughs> she was obviously pissed that they got there early i don't know what was going on yeah. we, sounds we, like she was just pissed no we i don't know what the deal was but she was unhappy with her life at that moment and we were just having a great time like this is gonna be fun <laughs> megan told me in the first hour pace yourself and then after that it, <laughs> she finally got a little buzzed and didn't care anymore about anything i'm like finally did you have to tell her pace yourself i'm like dude no because i'm like we got five hours or four hours here like, like yeah. let's drink beer that's what we're here to do i initially said i want to try a beer from every place and she goes oh you're gonna try a beer from every place and then after like an hour and a half she's like keep going dude right <laughs> like i'm like it's not that bad like we're not well especially if they're only like one or two inch pours for right. most of them and a lot of them the booths i would go to were you would have a choice between like a 10 percent beer and a four percent beer and i get the four percent every time yeah. and then i'm like if i s- want to make round two i can get the other ones but a lot of times i'd i would think oh your four percent beer sucked i'm gonna go to the you know a booth that i liked right mm-hmm I only dumped out one beer. The rest of them, oh, wow. I pretty Where much Where was liked. that from? I'm not going to name no, names. No, you got to do it. I yep. can't because I don't. They had the worst branding. They had a Microsoft Word printout sheet of the two beers so that they was had. it? Awesome. Say it. I don't know the name of them. I'll say it on the after show because I'll look at the poster. So He's lying. No, I really don't know the name of it. Um, also, one to look out for, Osso's out of Wisconsin. Oh, yes. Apostrophe S O Oso. Yeah. Oh, fucking good shit there. Hey, hey I hear. All these That's what I heard. When I saw that, I wanted to say something, but I'm like, ah, Tim will find out. All these guys there too. I'm sorry, Corey, but all these dudes there, they're like, 
oh yeah yeah um you, you from around here i'm like yeah i'm from like right here they're like oh <laughs> like so is this the only time i'm gonna get to try you guys he's like for a while <laughs> i'm like we're, we're thinking about expanding into rochester i'm like okay <laughs> so you said that somebody approached you when you were wearing your pilsner podcast shirt <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> and so you said hey is that you no he, he goes, that, yeah that's what he said is that you yeah so was it a i've heard your show i fucking hate you guys <laughs> is that you or he was, was it- aggressive i only encountered two <laughs> drunk people like i only interacted with two very drunk people and he just goes hey what's your shirt say and i unzip it and then he goes bam and he puts his pointer finger right on my chest wow and then he zooms back and he's like he reading it and he goes is that you i go yeah he goes okay and he turns around and he keeps walking he's like that's the press and then <laughs> megan goes what the fuck and she just zips my hoodie up <laughs> was it the purple one i mean yeah. that's the only one we have yeah yeah <laughs> i have a black one. one i made a few small run black ones that's oh you right. did yeah, okay. they went to wash them they i had one of them i air dry them so they still fit me oh see mine don't <laughs> i washed it and dried it the first time and yet never got to wear cannot it again. put those suckers in the dryer it's like a belly shirt for me now <laughs> oh yeah they were the cheapest like cafe press t-shirts you could get well they were the ones that they didn't shrink this way they only shrunk this way <laughs> yeah. so it's still like four feet wide <laughs> but it's only <laughs> We're not selling those if anybody's asking. We sell good shirts. <laughs> but it's only like a foot and a half tall. Yeah, Tim made a poor choice. I'm like, ooh, these shirts are really cheap. I'm going to order these ones. I made you cut six the sleeve, of them. You cut right. the sleeves off in your uh, 1980s wardrobe. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm going to wear it when I pick my kids up at school. That <laughs> <laughs> and some cut-off jean shorts. Oh, yes. Daisy Duke style. Right. You got to make sure I cut them short enough so that the pockets are hanging out underneath. Yes, and then underneath. Then, then the balls hang, you know, yeah, out exactly. a little bit too. Yeah. Man, I am kind of jealous that I didn't get to go to Funk Junction. Yeah, it sounds fun. And where were you at? Uh, Easter. But you uh, went to we were s- we were celebrating Easter up at my sister's in uh, South Minneapolis. Okay, so what brewery did you stop in? At uh, Wild Minds. Okay. Yes. Close by your sister's? Uh, yes. It was only like eight blocks away. So just a couple of you popped over there for a little bit? Yeah. Drove the Tesla over there and and uh, hung out. And you weren't impressed, drinks. huh? Um, the, there, there's a couple of good beers, but, I mean, overall, it was a good time. Yeah. It was a good environment. It was cool. Yeah. Their, uh, <clears throat> their tap room. They must have built like in an old garage or repair shop or something. Okay. Or maybe they just did it or built it this way. But on like a really, really nice day, they just open up the garage doors. That's the way Locale is in Mankato too. It's yeah. in like an old uh it's in like an old uh Valvoline Express oil change okay. place. Yeah. So that's get- quite, kind of kind of what reminded yeah. me of yeah. Yeah. Cool. So. Yeah, I've never heard of that place, but I'll definitely get but in they there got, sometime. When when you get there, try their I really like their. Uh, it's called. It was called a raw beer, and they had a hazy there that was pretty good. So, so you gonna get that sucker open? Sure. So I should rinse my cup out. What are we doing? Uh, we're having that one. That who's this from? 
This is the Beat Laboratory. Okay. This is from... Uh, from the Funk... Yeah, it's, uh, the, it's from Shells. Yeah. It's yeah. the Funk Junction exclusive. Okay. Okay. Pop. I sh- if I had had a, like a sword, I would normally just do the... Like you see in the fancy restaurants where they... One swipe of the sword and they yeah. hook the cork and pull it out. All you got to do is uh, hold it like this and then pound the, the bottom end of it. That cork fly right out of there. <laughs> Are you done with the audio one? I sure am. Take that from you. Ooh, I like that color. So did they? Yes. were they not serving this there? Uh, they had last year's. Okay. And that was a peach one. This yep. one looks that one. So that one um, they called it a... Funk Junction exclusive, but they were selling it at Starkeller after the fact. And they're selling it right now, so I'm kind of like, oh, I have a feeling I'll be able to get this one. This is going to be kind of something like uh, what we had last weekend. I bet as far as being able to buy it for off sale, it's probably why they call it exclusive. Yeah, it's it's no deal. Because look at the size of that bottle compared to real Starkeller bottles. This is going to be a cool bottle. That's what I thought I was getting was a full size Starkeller bottle. Yeah, but that's almost cooler just for the mm-hmm. collection factor. I know. All right, finish her off, guys. Unless you don't. Okay. No, no, no. I'm just. Hey, okay. You poured me than me to begin with. <laughs> it's a Berliner Vice. Like what we had last week. Oh, from yeah, Untitled and Barrel untitled? Theory. Yeah. And Barrel Theory. That was a collab. Barrel Theory. They killed it. I think I might go there next weekend, or two weekends from now. Kill it. I did. Sorry, Tim. No worries. <laughs> Looks like oh, Probably had more than him. <laughs> oh, pff. I had plenty of <laughs> sours last weekend. Don't worry about it. <laughs> It's a good thing you didn't turn that Twins game on for me. Yeah, like what I said, let's talk in another month. <clears throat> Do you want to uh, make a wager? Um, What kind of wager there, Corey? Or totes? Um, Whatever you call I yourself nowadays. I will wager nowadays. that the Twins win the Central Division. Dad. Okay. Um... We don't have to do monetary. We could do something fun for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to win AL Central. Yeah, they'll win their division. Okay. Okay. Will they make it to the World Series? I like their chances better than I would. I don't think it's going to be as ugly as we saw in previous years where it's, they get into the playoffs and they get swept. Okay. I would. I do think at this, I mean, we're literally 22 games into the season, seven, 26 games into the season. Um, how are they going to, I mean, and they've, they've got like 10 wins against the fucking 
Orioles since like uh, shoot they were just talking about this the other day we have like their number <clears throat> they're 11 and 0 against the yeah yeah we lost to them in forever right right so i would say that so i mean i'm not ready to say this is a world series championship team okay yet okay but they'll win our week division for sure, I, yeah, I've already got like money rolling on that that I put before the season even started. Okay. Hey, oh, whoa. Um, For one thing, they're the only team that's really trying to win the division. Uh huh. You got three teams in the division that. Well, are, all the other teams felt sorry for us, so they quit trying. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just what? debating if I really want to get into this because it's going to be. For you guys, boring baseball talk. But I will say uh, the we're already boring to him. Like the baseball uh, TV contract agreement. Yes, and the way that the money sharing works amongst the teams. Mm-hmm. Teams can not spend any money on big players, finish dead last for five years, build up their farm system, and they're still going to make money because the Yankees, who are making billions of dollars a year on their TV deal. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers, the Angels, all those big market teams are having to share, do revenue sharing with teams like the Royals, yep. the Twins, the A's, all these smaller market teams. So, Jacksonville. Jacksonville doesn't have a major league baseball team, <laughs> but that's what that's that is that is honestly how the Astros got so good, is they just were shit for five, six, seven, eight years, uh-huh. built up their farm system, got high draft picks focused on that and didn't spend any money on the major league team were perennial hundred game losers and built it up. So right now we've got three teams in the central division that are kind of on that route. The Royals, the Tigers and the White Sox. None of them three are really trying to win the division this year. They they're trying to just, I wouldn't go so as far as say is they're intentionally flopping and trying to lose games, but they certainly didn't, didn't put together teams that are going to win a division. Cleveland isn't necessarily kind of like the Twins. The Twins made some moves and and have, are kind of coming back from that now. Where where they're the, are you saying they're on the rise? They're on the upswing for sure. Okay. Um, I wouldn't expect this to be a like we saw two years ago where they made the playoffs and lost right away. Uh-huh. This is and then were absolute horseshit last year. I expect this to be the stepping stone to becoming. Uh, over the next four to five years, it's, they're probably going to be a team that we consistently see in the playoffs, okay. barring major injuries and you know flops and stuff like that. Okay. So I, I feel confident that they'll win the division this year. I don't feel confident saying this is the team that's going to win the World Series. So we're going to be in the playoffs. Yep. Are the Yankees going to be in the playoffs? My prediction right now is no. Then we could go pretty far in the playoffs. Then. Yeah, that is true. That's the one. But thing. the Yankees love spending money. If there's a hot free agent out there, or anything that they can do before the trade deadline, or whatever true. you call that. Right now, there's the two top. There's I shouldn't say the top two. There are two top pitching free agents out there right now that have never been signed. They're still sitting at home, not collecting paychecks. Why? Because they want too much money. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they'll do that then if they think they can make a run and just yeah, let's just keep the Twins out because we can. Right. But, and that's where everyone's kind of waiting for the Twins to 
One guy's a starter, one guy's a closer. Each of which the Twins could use. I mean, the back end of their starting rotation is weak. Bullpen is definitely the weak point on the team. It's like the offensive line for the Vikings. You know, they could go out and sign one of them two guys. But at this point in the season, then you're still waiting. You know, they haven't been through spring training, that sort of regimen. You don't know what kind of shape these guys have kept themselves in while they're sitting there at home. You know, your potential looking at you sign somebody today, you're looking at June 1st before they're ready to okay. contribute to the major league lineup. That's a long season yet, though. It is a long season yet, but do you want to dump $17 million into somebody that's not going to be pitching on your major league roster right. until June? Um, So we're, we're how many games in? Uh, Tonight they're playing the 27th game. Okay, so... Basically thirty. How, they're on how a, many? They're on one hundred six. As of right now, they're on one hundred six game pace to win one hundred six games. Okay. Okay. Um, how many games do they play? One hundred sixty-two. Okay. So they got a long ways to go yet. They got like one hundred thirty games to play left. <clears throat> Fair. Yeah, but they've also got like a six-run lead in the division. We're we're they're gonna go up and then they're gonna go down. They're 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 not gonna be consistent like this i don't i don't i feel the only thing that gives me hope that's it feels like as a casual twins follower is that this season feels a little bit different because normally by now we're not doing as well as we are we're already in last place we're already losing Mm -hmm. and it it's like you're saying it's still very early in the season but i mean jesus christ we're doing very well for where we Mm -hmm. are now let's just keep it up who cares like go for but, it. But I mean that's just baseball though. Yeah, you have Pole your ups will and screw downs. it up somehow by not paying somebody and there you go. Uh-huh. I mean they could have a month of Weren't we supposed win, to get like Troy Tulowitzki a couple years ago? <clears throat> what was that? Weren't we supposed to get like Troy Tulowitzki a couple years ago and that was supposed to be like the end all be all that's going to put us through playoffs. Yeah, but they didn't spend the money because right. revenue sharing, they don't have to spend money. I mean, even this year. I mean, okay. None of us are wild fans, but we, none of us are, right? No, I'm assuming I don't right. watch hockey at all. That dude spends money. Okay, right. we're all Vikings fans. Vikings haven't like gone as far as we want to. The Wolves spend money. Yes, they that's do. what it takes to yeah, be yes. competitive. We don't know how they're gonna. They spend so much money, we don't know how they're gonna sign their draft picks. Right. And somehow because they always they're, do. They're up against the salary cap. Now. No, I mean, right. but like they'll figure it out because like oh, they Thielen and Barr got, got a contract plan. this year. Like a, do you, do everybody really, that needed a contract got one. Sorry. When, when everyone's like, I, that, I'm sorry for interrupting, but I'm like when everyone's like, oh, they don't have enough money for to sign their draft picks. But then, you know, and I and I. I like chime in and I agree with them, but then it's like, this is a billion dollar industry. They have a plan. <laughs> They're True. not winging it, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. going back to You're the right. Twins, my big thing that you know for years everybody said Joe Maurer's contract is handcuffing the Twins. Joe Maurer's contract is preventing them from mm-hmm. spending money and signing players because their owners are cheap. That's and why. A, <laughs> I've said there's no salary cap in baseball. They can go out and spend as much money as they want on players. And I said, if you think that they would take that 20... The reason Joe Maurer got the money that he got was based on the... He was going to sell jerseys and tickets for him. Jerseys and tickets. He's a hometown boy. And the other thing is that 
baseball contracts, the 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 player contracts, the bargain, the collective bargaining bargaining agreement sets up these players so that they might not get paid until they're twenty six, but they're going to get paid. Basically, they're getting back pay because you get these players so cheap for the first two three years that they're in the major leagues that that first big contract is making up for lost time. Got that it. was part of it with Joe. Um, and the other thing that I've always said is that they weren't going to spend that money somewhere else. If you think that they were spending $26 million on Joe Maurer, and if they didn't have Joe Maurer on that team, that they were going to spend that money somewhere else, you're a fucking fool. And this year they exactly proved that point by they dropped Joe Maurer's contract, didn't have it on the books this year, and their payroll is almost $26 million less than it was last year. Okay. So that money that they would have been paying Joe Maurer has just gone into the Polad's pocket. Yep. They didn't spend it anywhere else. So that just shows that, that for the years, that money wasn't handcuffing them, preventing the team from winning. Yeah. The Polad's not spending any it's money. It's the tight asses yeah. owning the team. And yep. if that's all it is, is them being tight asses, I can tell you one thing. I'm going to a game on May 11th. I'm going to the 730 game. It's a doubleheader. I'll be there at night. I'm going to drink so much beer that they're going to reconsider spending another million dollars on somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I've heard their craft awesome. beer selection keeps getting bigger every year. <laughs> and I and and like I said, I don't think it's really I mean, it's the poll ads, but I don't think it's the poll ads. I think it's the 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 way the the revenue sharing is in Major League Baseball. These teams don't have to win to make money. True. You know, if it's set up that way, hell yeah. They're making their money off their TV deals. They could give a fuck less if they sell 20,000 tickets or $40,000 tickets or 40,000 tickets per The game. only people yeah. that might be a little concerned with like with getting people there and stuff would be like the cities that have high rent, like San Francisco, New York City. You know, other than that, like no, Minneapolis is now where they they know it's relatively right. it's got to be relatively low amongst the league. I mean, I, I would think if I was the poll ads, or less, but <laughs> if I was the poll ads, I would still want to make more money. Like, obviously, you're going to make more money if you're a winning team. You're going to sell more tickets. You're going to sell more merchandise. Well, you got losers like me that are looking on Etsy for vintage twins gear. That's what I want to wear. They're not making right. money off of the resale of that. No, no, they're like, not. Like, I'm going to a game. I'm like, yeah. I don't have any twins gear at all. So I'm like searching. I just type in twins XL. I'm like, what do you got for me? And there's some cool stuff out there, but I'm like, twins aren't going to see a dime of this, but I'm going to have a cool jersey to wear. But, you know, yep. even through the Five 2000s, when, <laughs> through, when they were consistently winning uh, division titles. The early 2000s, yeah. right? Winning right. Divi- well, yeah. all the way up through as late as 2009, they did. Mm. Um, so I got a ball that's signed by, like, Brad Radke and Torrey Hunter and all oh, that. Yeah, that's, uh, but yeah, what I was going to say is that they were consistently winning – division titles but not necessarily going anywhere in the playoffs but still mm-hmm. during the 2000s everywhere you went i mean you saw people wearing twins hats and, and the jerseys were huge okay oh main street springfield right now the jerseys are huge at the thrift store they really? made a display of that really yeah, yeah and i don't like know if six the, twins things on their little models and i don't know if the jerseys have okay. gone out of style necessarily or if it's just people aren't buying them because it's been a shitty product you know, but if the team starts winning again, people are going to get into it again. They'll start buying shirts and buying hats because they're. I yes. would never yes. ever yes. ever own a jersey unless it's funny, 
like you know Johnny Menzel, but I would I would absolutely wear a Twins T-shirt that just said the Twins on front of right. it. Right. Yeah. I don't want a jersey though. I bought jerseys in the 2000s that I've specifically got in the back of my closet saving so I can wear them in like 10, 15 years when they're mm-hmm. like quote unquote retro. That's cool. Okay. I legitimately bought the Brian Dozier Dodgers jersey last year because I knew that he wouldn't be back with the Dodgers this year. So I knew that it was a team that he was literally going to play for for two months. So I'm going to get the jersey. Oh my God, you're doing this okay. too. I'm getting yelled at because Megan's like becoming like a let's get rid of all things clutter, and I'm not getting rid of any of my t-shirts. I'm like, this is oh, let's let's stop because my wife listens to this show. I'm like, and dude, she's gonna start talking about my t-shirts. My, I said this like the way I raise my kids. I still wear my old t-shirts. I know my late night with Conan O'Brien t-shirt is way too small for me now, but at some point my kid is going to love Conan and gonna want to wear this to high school. I already know that. And I'm like, no, it's yours, dude. Your daughter's going to say, who the fuck is that? No, she's not. Like, the way I'm going <laughs> to raise her, she is going to be an outcast in Springfield, but a cool person worldwide. <laughs> cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yep. as far as media goes, like, yeah, I'm going to show her all that comedy stuff. I have, like, SNL t-shirts that don't fit me anymore. I got the more cowbell shirt. I got a, um, yep. just a straight up. 1970 or established 1975 shirt <laughs> i'm like yeah these are shirts that i wore when i was a freshman in high school yeah I'm like they're cool as fuck like i'm not getting rid of them they're not like hanging up but they're folded up thrown away or off to the side my wife seems to have a problem or think i have a problem because i have like 20 plain black t-shirts with nothing on them there's nothing wrong with that. Thank you. Absolutely nothing. If you would look at my closet, probably seven eighths of my closet is black shirts. <laughs> do you color code your closet? Yes. Your t-shirts. I do too. <laughs> and I've noticed that that I'm like I go with my t-shirts on the bottom rack. I go, I go um, gopher shirts, Viking shirts, Volcom shirts. Then I just do colors. From random ones, and then I do band T-shirts off on another rack, also in, um, okay. according to the band. But when it's when I get down to just the plain colors, it's like eighty percent black. Then it's royal or navy blue. <laughs> like, what other colors? That and then it's like heather gray. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's not much, but like the only color I have is seriously like the purple Viking shirts and the maroon gopher shirts. <laughs> I don't get I, enough I got, space in our closet, so my t-shirts are usually in my dresser drawers. And I get, I'm starting got a to collar, lose it. then it gets hung in the closet. I'm starting to get yelled at for how much I have, but I'm also starting to lose space. It's all starting to flood onto my end. I actually <laughs> looked at my. I put some of my laundry away tonight and thought. I could probably go through my T-shirts and get rid of some again. I just did it like six months ago. We should do a we should do a collection like a collab. Like everybody bring three shirts that we're thinking about getting rid of. Throw them on the table and oh, see who's got what. <laughs> I got one. It's a blue shirt and it's a lighter blue. And whenever I wear it, I don't like wear it out. I just wear it like on the farm in the house. Yeah, it's Megan's and Northland Steel and Trim t-shirt that she has for me. <laughs> I think it's funny because my brother works for a competitor of theirs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. But whenever I wear this this lighter blue shirt, my kids are always like, Dad, 
just take that shirt off. You look weird. And I'm like, why? They're like, we're so used to you wearing black or like dark gray or gray. And then I wear this really kind of, it's kind of vibrant. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I do kind of feel weird. So Let's that one will be in the pile. Shirts. Let's make yeah, I mean, tie-dye I definitely shirts have, for the show. I mean, that's the, my problem is that I have two shirts. <laughs> I have V-neck t-shirts and I have like the crew. Uh, never, I don't do V-neck. I've never messed with the V-neck devil. <laughs> I like V-necks as You're long as. You're that guy. One shirt accidentally I have. <laughs> and it's not that bad. And I stick with it. It's a real cool shirt. Because it's also got like jersey stripes on the side and okay. the v-neck ends like right here yeah okay that's the thing is like it can't be a deep v <laughs> jacoby will wear the deep v that comes down to like here and you know and right now i'm not in a body comfort position to be wearing my v-necks but oh yeah i got big tits <laughs> but, i got uh, big tits and i need to get like, some make big sure, titties yeah i need to be wearing 2xl t-shirts if i'm going just t-shirt <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm uh, heavier now before we weighed in for the first weight loss contest. Do we want to do another weight loss contest? Fuck no. I'm Come not, on. I'm not saying what I weigh on Come air. On. I'm not doing it. Come on. We don't have to say what we weigh on air, but we can no, tally the No, that's lame, though. That's lame. That's, like, that's lame for the listener because they're okay. like, well, how much did you actually weigh beforehand? Okay, fine. Fair enough. No. Um, I weigh 420 pounds. And then I've got like another drawer full of just black, gray, and dark gray t-shirts. And then I've got... Another bunch of T-shirts that are stuff that I, like you said, I don't necessarily wear them out and about, but I wear them around the house, you yep. know. So, yep. I have a replacements bootleg T-shirt that I bought from a Chinese company that I found out. <laughs> um, when you're ordering from China, order like twice your size. Yep. I was so pissed. So you got a large. I wanted to order official replacements T-shirts, but like they don't sell them they're like well they're all sold out on their website I'm like, well that's a bummer <laughs> i found the same logo on ebay on a t-shirt would that shirt fit on me mm, yeah <laughs> really it's the tc huh. logo of yeah. those two dudes yeah. of tommy and paul shaking their hands in front of the state of minnesota <laughs> it's a pretty good shirt i like it yeah if it fits huh. you you can have it awesome <laughs> hey did we talk about uh Mark Anthony Jones? Yes. We did? No. Okay. Who's Mark Anthony Who Jones? Well, Mark Anthony Jones was carrying a 9mm handgun in his waistband when it began to slip. He reached down to adjust the gun and it fired and he shot himself in the penis. Oh! <laughs> uh, the bullet entered his penis bitch. and exited his scrotum. Oh, oh exited. Oh. oh. Police were called to the emergency room to take a report of an accident, of the accidental shooting. His condition was not immediately released, uh, but they did say that Jones does not have uh, Indiana handgun license, and he his case was sent to the Grant County Prosecutor's Office for review. Oh, man, what a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just going through my phone on stuff I've saved for the show. Did we talk about nine craft beer trends that you'll be tired of in 2019? No, but I'm interested. Do we want to talk about it on the... Is it about the lager? <laughs> yeah, where'd that lager... We're pretty far into 2019. Where's your <laughs> lager trend? You know what? I'll give you this. I drink a... <laughs> so, at the show, I go... Um, 
uh, what do you got here? There's no list. They're like, we have this sour and this sour. And I look at the sheet and they're like, that's what they brought. And they go, but we also brought a Hell's Lager. I go, no, 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 that's fine. Was <laughs> <laughs> oh, surly they said that to you? No, no a, a random, I don't know the name of the company. Oh. Might have been like, I think it was Earthrider. Okay. Out of Superior, Wisconsin, I want to say. Were they the only place that brought a lager? It might not have been them, so I don't want to name them specifically. Right, it was it the might. one person, one, one brewery offered me a lager. But that might have been a smart play. Like there was an IPA there too. Like you know, we got some husbands that are coming because they're into the sours, or you may have a wife coming. But you're gonna have people that are here that just aren't digging the sours, but they're here because right. there's significant others here. Or Fair they're State, like us. We can only have. Fair State one brought or two. something like five beers, four sours, one pills. Okay. Yeah. Why'd you bring the pills? I still haven't had their pills, but I wasn't hey, gonna try it that day. Dude, they they brought the pills because they knew they were in the Pilsner podcast area, <laughs> right? I need to bring stickers next time and hand them back out. Here, you give me your sticker, I'll give you mine. Mm-hmm. And give us free beers, and we'll re- review your show, dude, for sure. Or review your beer on our show. Dogfish Head had a. Uh, a beer that I couldn't hear her describe anything and me and Megan both had it and we walked away and I took a sip and I go this one tastes like just straight up wine she goes you didn't just hear any of that and I'm like apparently it was like a sour beer based off of it was wine first and then they made it into a sour beer <laughs> I'm like no I'm like that just tastes like wine to me did we store this yet no so mm, delicious I don't think you did a bottle read either um <clears throat> uh, well, there's not much to read. Uh, yeah. It is Beat Laboratory. It is a Berliner Weiss aged on Michigan cherries. It is the Funk Junction exclusive from Shell's Brewery for 2019. Aged in six different ch- barrels on Michigan cherries. It is tart, juicy, and funky. Funky. It is, there's a signature on you from Jace Marte from Shell's Brewing. Drink super fresh. Or continue to age this sweet baby to give it more funk. August Shell Brewing, New Ulm, Minnesota. I give it a four. This is about yeah, like all is. the beer I drank yeah. on Saturday. It's like almost all the beers tasted like this. It, they were super good. It was a non-disappointing day. This is a four beer. Yeah, if you for can, sure. you're putting it down as officially a four. Yeah, four point two five. If you can, okay, if you guys have any curiosity as far as sour beers, go to this event if you're in the area. It's like a $60 ticket, and you get to just try a shitload of sour beers in one small space, and then you'll know for sure if you like them or not. It was such a good value ticket. Yeah. This might be a top three sour beer that I've ever had. No kidding. Yep. Good for you, Corey. Thanks. I'm hoping that my wife shares her bottle with me and that I get <laughs> one more pour of this. Cause I, I, it is, it's good. I'm a little particular to the cherry ones. I like, I like the cherry stuff yeah. better than the raspberry ones. Sours? Sour. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not a huge cherry sour fan, but I really like this one. Um, and I know that now because I've had like 50 of them. <laughs> yeah. I think the cherry adds more of the tartness that I prefer as opposed to. I think raspberry is the best. 
sour. I think raspberry gets a little too okay. sweet for me. Okay. It's just, it's all like, you know. Personal every, preference. Yeah. yeah right. Everybody has This that. was cherry, right? Yeah. This one? Yes. It said Michigan cherries. Yes. I enjoyed this. Yeah, it yeah. was very good. Well, I enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed hanging out with you guys. You guys want to have that 12 eyes on the after show? Sure. Why not? Sure. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to us. Please make sure to, like we said, leave a review. Uh, we want to get to 50 reviews. Uh, we have bonus episodes planned. We can't release them or record them until we get 50. It might get a Jacoby bump if you get enough reviews out there. Uh, if you've been missing Andy. I might be going there, like, shortly near him. Please, we only need 16 reviews. Please do it. Thank you. Goodbye.